Welcome to the 2023 holiday special of Hamburger Business Review. been a while, Zach, but it's good to see you. It's good to see you, Mike. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, indeed. You just had one of your great holiday festivities. Yes, for the second year in a row, I have attempted to eat at every McDonald's on the island of Manhattan, in the borough of Manhattan, within 24 hours, entirely on foot. And I call this McTrot. It started last year when my wife was working a 24-hour shift at the hospital on Thanksgiving. I missed a couple restaurants last year, and so I set out this year really hoping to to get them all this time. And you planned your entire route on a wonderful map that I saw. It kind of serves as a nice artifact. Same thing this year, a little bit nicer of a map. I mark out all the restaurants on the map. The reality is it's very tight to make it to all the 46 restaurants in 24 hours. There's really just not a lot of time to you know, mess around on your phone. In order to count it, you have to go inside the restaurant and you have to make some sort of purchase. That's your definition of a stop? Basically just ordering from the restaurant and eating the food in a timely manner. I could be on the go to the next restaurant with a bag of apple slices, and I'll still count that. That's fine with me. We're going to bounce in and out of this. I had you send me audio notes as you were progressing, and we're kind of going to relive it live over the course of this episode. November 30th. Let's get right to it, guys. Here's your picture outside as of right now. 47 now goes down. Well, I'm going to get you down to about 40 degrees for a wake-up temperature. It's happening at the McDonald's on Delancey. Apple slices in the cheeseburger. Here we go. It's going well, though. Only two places have not had apple slices, and in both cases, I had an apple pie. Getting close to just past 4 o'clock. I think I've got everything, almost everything south of Central Park and east of, you know, mostly Broadway done. So that puts me in a good spot, trying to get to Washington Heights by 11 or 12, still not sure. Hopefully as soon as I can. What's been happening in the world of McDonald's since we ended our first season? Let's begin with the Israel-Palestine situation. So what's interesting here is that McDonald's is a global franchise and they have national headquarters in all sorts of countries. But basically, I'll recap the story for us. This came out in a CNN business uh, article. In Israel, a local McDonald's operator gave discounts to soldiers, security forces, and others since the October 7th assault by Hamas. And other McDonald's operators in the region, franchise groups in Kuwait, Pakistan, issued statements saying they did not share store ownership with the Israeli franchise. And then some of those franchises made financial donations to aid those in Gaza. So we have this sort of bizarre McDonald's franchise proxy to the Israeli-Palestine conflict. Which reinforces our general theory on this podcast that McDonald's literally touches everything as this massive global brand. It's difficult to find a topic where there's not some tie into McDonald's, and that now includes this horrible, horrible conflict. I describe this as a proxy conflict. Maybe that's maybe that's overstating it by a lot, and I don't mean to do that. I think you could look at the Israeli operators' discounts for soldiers, and you could look at the operators in Kuwait and Pakistan that are donating to Gaza aid. Neither of those on their own seem terribly controversial. The U.S. probably has military discounts all the time, donating to Gaza for people who are displaced and starving. Let's hope that's not controversial, right? It would be hard for me to see how McDonald's could, could really come down on any of these franchisees. The crisis PR person quoted 
in that CNN article ended it saying, I think the average McDonald's customer wants to get their fries and McFlurries and is far less worried about how the brand views a present conflict in the Middle East. I am not sure. I am very interested in how McDonald's views this conflict. We are a unique audience. We are a unique audience. <laughs> I'll, I'll grant them that. 5.11 p.m. I'm at the upstairs dining room in Yorkville. It's going pretty well. Uh, it just turned dark. Getting a little tired, but that's to be expected. 16.43. Thank you. Any other? Uh, no, thanks. I think that was a good reminder to drink more. And I just got a small Americano and then a bottle of Dasani to make sort of like a super long Americano. It's not too hot. Dasani Americano is awesome, by the way. Let's move on and talk about the big investor update. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to McDonald's 2023 investor update. The main thing that I got out of it is that there's one big change to the MCD plan. When Chris came out, he sort of alluded that we're adding to the corporate strategy in a way that they're all really excited about. And the big change to that, that they made, which was a big part of this announcement, was they added a fourth D, which was development, specifically restaurant development. Please welcome McDonald's president and chief executive officer, Chris Kempchinski. Good morning, everybody. We've now added a fourth D. Accelerating new restaurant development. The big part of that is obviously Cosmics. What would happen if a McDonald's character from the 1980s that was part alien, part surfer, part robot, what would happen if this character were to open a restaurant in 2023? Cosmics. We see the first sort of new brand coming from McDonald's in forever. Has there ever been a restaurant spinoff from McDonald's? There was Chipotle that they partnered with, and there were um, some things that they acquired in the 90s, like Boston Market, but I don't think they've ever done a spinoff. We've talked on this podcast before about big McDonald's initiatives that didn't go well, like Arch Deluxe and the McDLT and and the hotel franchise. Let's not forget that. Um, Cosmic, to my ear, has this nice quality that they could just drop it if it doesn't work out and pretend it never happened. They're going to open one store in Illinois and nine stores in Texas. They were really proud about how fast they were able to deploy that idea, saying that they came up with that idea. It initiated earlier this year, and they were able to roll it out in a test phase you know, before the end of the year, which is incredibly fast for McDonald's. Yeah, I think the way I understand this is if you look at most software companies, the sort of engineering metric at these organizations is how quickly can we get a new idea out there? The thought, I think, behind this has a lot to do with we can't rely on one person to have a good idea anymore, like the McDLT or the, the Arch Deluxe. Like, we can't find these big bets and commit to them because they're probably not going to work. And it's much better to try a bunch of little things very quickly, see which ones take off, learn from them, use them to make different little experiments until you find one, hopefully, that catches on. If you create a really great new menu item, all you're really doing is shifting what people are buying when they come in from one item to the other. You're not increasing the total size of the pie. And I think Cosmics, and what's exciting about that is new people are going to enter the McDonald's universe now that there's this new potential restaurant, a place that's primarily beverage focused, really coming after kind of a Starbucks customer and is going to pull people into like the McDonald's app. And let's say McDonald's used to sell hamburgers. 
And now they are in the business of acquiring McDonald's users who will use the McDonald's platform in whatever shape it takes and whatever whatever that platform you know decides to offer. Absolutely. They, they use the word platform so many times in that update. And I think that's what McDonald's is positioning itself as, is a cultural platform. Do you feel like it's a little bit sad that a new McDonald's innovation would actually be a new hamburger? And now it's just like some intellectual property that's used to make foam sandals with Grimace on them? I think as long as it's both, I'm okay with it. Because at the same time as they're doing a collab with an online influencer to make purple sandals, they are also working on their best burger initiative. But I think they, what they've realized is McDonald's is such a cultural icon that they're leaning into that as a way to bring more and more people in. The McDonald's diner in me is thinking that this is sort of a distraction and it's a way to make McDonald's stick around well, they figure out how they're going to keep feeding beef to to all these people or, you know, what they're going to feed them instead. You're approaching it like a product person. And I think McDonald's has shifted into being a marketing company. And so there's a marketing funnel, which has all of these stunts and marketing and fun things up at the top. A murder mystery series around Grimace. We could use screens in our restaurants to tease the series and hold sneak peek preview launch events. We could even invite Grimace fans to submit stories each month via the app. Think about the level of engagement and sticky behavior we can bring to our business. And it just sort of brings people down further and further into the funnel until they buy a hamburger. And I guess that's actually a good thing. The McDonald's eater in me feels one way. The investor in McDonald's feels like this is great. Let's check in with you on your McTraw and then come back and talk about that stock price. All right. Um, just had about an hour little mini rest at home, gps.com, one more McDonald's in Harlem, and then uh, to Washington Heights and Inwood. Um, it was really hard to get going again. I got my, my wife at home and our, our seven-week-old baby. I guess an hour and a half was, was enough to convince me to get back in here. When I was home, I did uh, sort of took my jackets off, and it was instantly too cold and, and shivering violently. It was pretty wild. I think I might be calorie deficient. I think my next stop is going to be something resembling more of a meal. You had told me about the stock price rebounding after what you called the October slump. McDonald's stock is going bonkers this month. I was interested in that and went and looked at McDonald's and I was like, it's just part of any kind of pattern. Dragging my mouse across the stock chart is there has been a dip every October for the last five years. Not always as dramatic as this recent one. Any ideas about why that is? No idea. That's great. It leaves us open to speculate. It's too hot for a, a midsummer burger and it's not yet cold enough for an autumn burger. I would love to map the McRib times over this. There's that historic story about how the McRib is a surprise seasonal delight that's based on pork belly futures. Is it possible to bet on this next year? What what sort of options would we need to concoct to sort of bet big that they're going to have an October slump and that they're going to recover? The easiest, safest thing is if you're going to be buying anyway, you would just buy at what seemed to be in and around the October dip and then hope that it keeps going up. The dip is not always so dramatic that it seems predictable. Like sometimes it's been a little bit, sometimes it's been a lot. Options would make it a little bit harder in that room. 
The temp is probably dropping. It's uh, I'm pretty warm, you know. I'm, I'm walking all the time, so I've got kind of like a little furnace situation in my jacket, sweating and whatnot. So the important parts are wicking. Got like a base layer, mid layer shell set up. That's going well. One thing that does help with the cold is the Dasani Long Americano, which is you get a bottle of Dasani, you get a short Americano, you get the small Americano from a cafe and then you sort of mix them together into the Dasani bottle. Out here on the trot, it's hard. You don't want, like the hot beverages are too hot and they're hard to drink while walking and the cold beverages are too cold. The Dasani Long Americano is kind of a winner there. I was wondering like, does McDonald's celebrate Christmas or the holidays? I'm even tracing my memory of childhood McDonald's. I don't remember much. I Googled it and the only thing I could find was this holiday pie. Yeah, I've heard about the holiday pie. I haven't even tried it yet. I've never seen it. It looks more like a birthday cake frosting on the outside of an apple pie, but I'm surprised that there's not more holiday tie-in. It is funny. You, you know, Coca-Cola does a huge tie-in. And Starbucks is famous for switching the cups from green to red for the holidays. It's not surprising that McDonald's is like a huge global brand and has a lot going on. America is a diverse country. Not everybody celebrates Christmas. It is surprising, though, that for like the mental hegemony of McDonald's in the, the cultural sphere, you would think that they would align themselves with Christmas, at least in America. Yeah, McDonald's Macy's uh, opens at 8 a.m. So once I get home, I'm going to a little, little break, but it's probably be back on the road around uh, before 6 a.m., I guess. Sure, it was nice along the Hudson, uh, I mean, the uh, Harlem River here, though. Beautiful park. Can you briefly explain the Grimace Crocs? One of their most beloved mascots these days is the purple character Grimace. They partnered with Crocs and they've made a pair of sort of fleece lined purple sandals with Grimace on them. I think the first Grimace promotion, the Grimace birthday promotion. It was great. It went, it went really well for them. We talked about this with some of the other early attempts that McDonald's has made on social media and failed, like with the Meet the Farmers campaign. But they managed to create something and kind of, quote unquote, lose control of it while it's still maintaining being fun. After it was all over, they tried to shove in this one last attempt that copied previous things other brands had done. There was a really great pair of 7-Eleven Crocs. What happened here is what happens in any sufficiently large company when something is successful. There's just really nothing creatively interesting about the Grimace Crocs. And it's sort of like the third or fourth sequel. There was also the recent Kerwin Frost collaboration. He did kind of a redesign of the little nugget characters. Oh yeah. When I opened the McDonald's app recently, it did hit me right away with, do you want to buy this adult playset?" This sort of like box meal thing is something that they can offer to an artist or something that already has a following of their own. It's another example of McDonald's as platform. Let's take a quick break and just see how McTrot's doing. All right, well, that didn't happen. It's just up on the road. Probably used about six hours to get all the way down to Wall Street. It's going to be tight, I think. Definitely feeling some time pressure. We have a few hamburger business review items that people can purchase. Yes, glad you brought this up. These are excellent items, top quality. Right now for sale, there's a wonderful mug that has our hand-painted logo and says Hamburger Business Review. 
And I guarantee you that if you buy this mug and you're drinking out of it, everyone around you will be confused. Also, there's a wonderful hat that just says HBR and has the icon of a burger. I also did a test run of a Columbia fleece vest and it's changing my life bit by bit. Like it's changing my entire personality to wear a fleece vest embroidered with HBR. It's uh, 1035, I don't want to jinx it. Um, but I was, I was thinking I was gonna make it this morning and it's looking up. I think I've got uh, nine left or eight left. Okay, I got uh, six, six restaurants to go. I'm switching from apple slices to chocolate chip cookies. It's looking, it's looking pretty good. We're gonna see. Yeah, I'm starting to feel pretty tired. Um, getting excited about the end, but pretty sweaty, almost too warm. Um, but you know, good enough. I don't want to mess with it. And uh, some chafing. It's to be expected. Dealing with it. Uh, yeah, mostly just a little bit foggy at this point, but it's it's getting it's getting to the end. When we wrapped season one, I was so proud of all of the work that we had done going through, you know, ten Harvard Business Review case studies about McDonald's, analyzing them, talking through it all, becoming McDonald's experts. I was so excited and it's been so fun to dive back into this. And it does make me excited about the possibility of a season two. We could open it up to other hamburger restaurants. We could open it up to the hamburger landscape as a whole. We could stick with McDonald's and continue going down that list of Harvard Business Review case studies. There's definitely some opportunities. Maybe maybe we could try to write our own case study. Ooh, that's really appealing. I just wanted to say it's been a pleasure to return to see you over the holidays. Your life is obviously very different on the other side of both McTrot, but also being a dad. You're going to have to decide when to introduce your child to McDonald's. Yeah, the thought is that we would go there together, her and I, on investor dividend days and spend the dividend back at McDonald's. And that should it come up that she becomes a big fan of McDonald's and wants to go there all the time, we can sort of say that, oh no, in our family, we only go on dividend day. I like that. Make it special. And make it free. That really is also the policy of Hamburger Business Review at this point. (laughs) Make it special and make it free. Thank you also to all our supporters in the past. We've turned off any sort of subscription because we're not currently in production other than this holiday episode. If we come back, we'll turn that on. We'd appreciate anyone's support. In the meantime, we'd love to see people with a hat, a mug, or fingers crossed I put this vest up. It's a great looking vest. I'm looking at it right now on you and it looks fantastic. I think it would look good on anybody. Well, it's uh, starting to rain down in Lower Manhattan. I got three more restaurants in about 80 minutes. I made it, Mike. Uh, Wall Street McDonald's about to order. I look forward to dining at a McDonald's with you. Maybe we can go visit a Cosmics at some point. Happy Happy holiday holiday from Hamburger Hamburger Business Business Review. Review.